Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the Roku channel. This Rich Eisen Show, terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey, and more. Good to have all of you here on this very busy Monday off of a highly fascinating NBA playoff weekend. The NHL playoffs moving on, and we all know the NFL schedule has been out for about four days, and we've got a lot on our brain on that front. Todd Bowles, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who just walked in a commencement ceremony to earn his bachelor's degree uh, over the weekend. That happened. He's going to be joining us on this program. Uh, of course, we're, we're all about education here, but we also want to know who's going to be a starting quarterback for week one. Let's get out of here on everything else. We'll, we'll try our best to get that out of the graduate when he joins us on this program. And Michael Wilbon of Pardon the Interruption will be on in about 19 minutes and so much to talk about with him from the Lakers moving on, eliminating Lakers. the Golden State Warriors. There will be a new NBA champion in the association this year. And it's all about the Larry OB for four teams and any of the four teams can win it. Any of them. The Lakers can go and win eight more games by beating the Nuggets four out of the next seven or four out of the next what have you. The Nuggets can absolutely do the same to the Lakers. And I don't need to tell Chris Brockman across the aisle over there who is hoping he didn't see the Heat in the first round of the playoffs what the Heat can do to him and his team in the third round of the playoffs. And the Heat can absolutely win four games against the Celtics in the next seven and then go and avenge their bubble defeat against the Lakers or pull it off against the Nuggets. And, of course, the Celtics can do the same to the Heat and then, of course, to anybody who wins in the West. No question about it. A wide-open field. You want to call it parity? Fine. Go ahead. But this is a wide-open NBA Finals Western and Eastern Conference Finals and NBA Finals field, in my estimation. Anybody can go win this thing. The Lakers clearly have LeBron and Anthony Davis. The Nuggets clearly have Jokic and Jamal Murray and the rest of that team that can put shots together. Jimmy freaking Butler. You go tell him he can't. And Kyle Lowry, who keeps finding the fountain of youth, no matter how many times Pat Riley might threaten him with no longer being on the heat. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And out of bio and the rest of that team. And then, of course, the Celtics and their fake superstar, Jason Tatum. We'll get to that later on in this show. As he's showing off the Celtics socks for the radio audience, the man who called Jason Tatum a fake superstar. At the time, I was right. And I, I, don't, I don't shy away from that. Jason Tatum with 51 <laughs> last night or afternoon or whatever heck you want to call it. 51, 13, and 5. 
what a stat line taking the 50 piece that Steph Curry popped on the Sacramento Kings in a game seven to set the record for most score points scored in a game seven taking that and bettering it by one Jalen Brown adding 25 of his own 112 to 88 the 76ers score just 88 points and only 24 of them from Embiid and Harden combined my sincere condolences to you. Have you lit a candle for your Sixers, TJ Jefferson? You done I, that? I, I, I'm lighting a candle. I'm pouring some out because I, my fandom is being tested right now. Like, I want to throw the towel in. Rich, I turned the game off midway through the third. I don't blame you. Because I just I just wasn't having fun. So I, I turned on Wrestle Kingdom 10, and I watched Shinsuke Nakamura wrestle AJ Styles in one of the best wrestling matches I ever saw because I needed something to make me feel good because that game was depressing me, man. Like, uh, I, I was depressed. So I was like, I can't, I'm not doing this to myself. So what, I turned what, the game off. I don't blame you. You missed Harden walking up the floor a couple of times. And, I wouldn't um, say I missed it, Rich. I, I wouldn't say I missed it. Well, at all. you uh, you didn't see it. Um, <laughs> what did you watch instead? I watched one of my favorite wrestling matches of all time: Shinsuke Nakamura versus in, in AJ what? Styles. In what? Wrestle Kingdom Ten. It's Japan's version okay. of WrestleMania from 2016. I needed something, Rich, to make me feel good. Do you need to see the first Wrestle Kingdom one through nine to understand <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom Ten? Do not. Okay. You do not. Look, man, I don't blame you. As you know, watching Michigan get their it's ass handed to it's tough it by Ohio State. I would I would just get on the floor and play, you know, play card games with my kids. At least you had that, right? They're a great distraction. I don't have I should have maybe called over to see if, you know, Zan wanted to watch a movie with me or something. He would have been up for it. You know, he would have been up for it. I'll, I, I, I know everyone's laying it at the feet of Doc Rivers because Doc has 10 game seven losses more than. Any other coach, it's it's twice as many as any, any other coach in the history of the NBA. And anybody who is a Clipper Sixer fan, <laughs> sorry, no, I deserve better than no, this. No, no, but 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 you've you've had a front row seat for many of these playoff collapses, up three games to one, and not advancing, losing games seven, or in this case, games six and seven, losing at home, and then blown out on the road in a series where you took game one with a 45 piece from James Harden without Embiid and you still couldn't pull this thing off and people were laid at the feet of Doc Rivers and um, you know how I feel about Doc you know how you know Suze feels about Doc I know how you feel about Doc and I know how we all feel about him Embiid gave a full-throated vote of confidence for him. Harden, not so much. Yeah, our relationship is okay, he says. But Harden might be out anyway. Mm -hmm. Embiid is the one who's staying. Embiid is one of the more... Is he? I think so. Where's he going? (laughs) Anywhere he wants. (laughs) He's not going anywhere, though. Why? It's broken. The process is over. It was an abject failure. So why not go somewhere else and try to win? Why not go to Miami? Why not go to New York? Those teams are close to winning. They're closer than the Sixers are right now. Well, Miami might be. The Knicks aren't. They're out. The Heat moved on. We'll talk about that on this program. I don't think Embiid's going to go anywhere. He's one of the most popular Philadelphia athletes. He's the MVP of the league. They're not going to let him walk. It's not, it's not up to them. I know that. 
Well, I mean, they could I, they could generationally enrich him more than a team, any other team can. That's the way the, that's the way this yeah, thing set up. If he leaves, up. then he gets the whole Kevin Durant treatment. Like, oh, you can't win, so you had to go. You know what I mean? It's like he's not going to go anywhere. Well, he 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 definitely uh, made a plea for more help. I mean, this was potentially fired in the direction of Daryl Morey, well, who, you know, as you know, is the one who shops for the groceries. Listen to this soundbite from Embiid after. Uh, again, he and he and Harden went uh, eight of twenty-nine from the floor. This is what Embiid had to say afterwards. You can't win alone. Um, I can't win alone. I can't. Me and James, we just can't win alone. You know that's why basketball is played five on five. So, you know, we just need everybody to just, you know, try to keep finding ways to get better, and uh, you know, we'll we'll be fine. Eight of 29 shooting combined. They were a minus 58 combined yesterday. Just 24 points combined. So don't don't just look at me for saying, what does he mean by that? Damian Lillard. This is how I saw the soundbite, by the way, when I was going around oh. Mother's Day with Suze and the kids yesterday. Wound up on my phone. Damian Lillard, who I follow on Twitter, he retweeted that. Soundbite with just a tweet going, huh? Damian Lillard. Now, you could sit here saying that's a passive-aggressive way of saying you think you don't have help? Or like, hey, I'm still here in Portland and everybody knows it's a five-on-five sport and I don't say a word like ever. Or he's just like, what are you talking about? Remember, either, I, I, either I prayed way. for us to trade for Dame Lillard last year. I know, know, but Dame doesn't want to go. want to go. Because he's staying put. Look, again, this will be laid at the feet of Doc Rivers. And I think Doc's about to lose his job because... You can't fire the players. You can't fire the players. He does have two years left on a deal, and that's what he said yesterday. I still expect him here. I have two yeah. years left on a deal. But Monty Williams is now free. Because I don't, and 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 that adds yeah. to any hot seat situation in the NBA. How about when I texted you yesterday? Any hot seat situation in the NBA. You already said Monty Williams. I hope he likes what the Phillies and, and cheesesteaks and cheesesteaks. <laughs> I mean, one out of two is not bad. So I don't care about the Phillies, but yeah, cheesesteaks exactly. are delicious. Exactly. <laughs> we'll find out if he's a wit wit whiz wit guy or whiz without. Wiz without. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, unless the ownership group there doesn't have as itchy a trigger finger as Matt Ishbia clearly has in Phoenix. Yep. I mean, the guy who refused to give the ball to Jokic so famously last week just took it away from a two-time coach of the year. And he's a new owner, and he didn't hire this guy, and he saw... Another 25-point blowout closeout at home. Last year, I don't know, was he a, was he a Suns fan or he was just a fan of, of swooping in and, and taking up, kicking Robert Sarver's carcass out of the NBA? I don't know. I haven't met him. I haven't spoken to him. I don't know. Is he a diehard Suns fan who was up there in the state of Michigan? But uh, he might be talking to some people in town or like last year he got blown out. That's a 61 team from last year. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, they decided to keep Aiton. They decided to run it back with Chris Paul, who once again got hurt because he's pushing 40. I mean, they, James Jones, the GM there, got Durant midseason. And unless, in my estimation, and I was texting you guys yesterday too when this happened, unless Devin Booker went to Matt Ishbia and said, this guy, nobody's listening to anymore. You got to get him out of here. I don't get this one. I don't get it. Because, mm-hmm. like, again, but it, it, this may just be me. But I do like the coach or manager who you can't tell if they're up by 20 or down by 20. Yeah. I like those guys guys who also have a red ass streak who can look at somebody like Durant in the face and coach him mm-hmm. or look at somebody like Booker or Paul and tell them on occasion they're not doing enough and have the cojones to do that who can then also turn around in that mid first to second quarter conversation with an on-court reporter and talk to them turn around and go back to their team. You know, a face-forward guy who is completely normal, calm, intelligent, and then turn around and be that way with the team, face-forward, face-in. That's what this guy, Monty Williams, looks like to me. And if I'm the Bucks, Pistons, right? You want somebody for, for Team Vic if you get him shortly? I don't know. Who else? Anybody else who wants a coach right now, I'd be all over him. The Raptors need a coach. You think it's just it should be a, it's just a, one of that case of these weren't my guys? It, I, I, I think don't, that's no, the only again, thing it can be. I'm really. talking about people I've never met. Okay? Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, that's what you do. For and I know I do that for a living. So I, I like saying that because, you know, I'm just sitting on a couch or sitting in a chair in front of a microphone, what have you. So I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> I, I don't know why I feel the need to place that as a caveat. <laughs> I, I, it just seems to me like a, an act of an impetuous owner. Like somebody who's like, I just sat in that seat where I refused to give Jokic the basketball last week, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching these people who are paying money, and that is an unacceptable result at home, and that is an unacceptable result. I agree. I would not accept that as a, as a, a governor of a team either. But my gosh, to tell Monty Williams, get out? What in the world is that? And that adds to the trigger fingers, itchy, or hot seat temperatures around the NBA right now. I mean, Steve Kerr isn't going anywhere. He's one of the only NBA Finals winners in the last four years to not lose his job. That's crazy. Is Tom Thibodeau's seat hot? I mean, that didn't look so great. It's more Julius Randle's seat is hot with the hot New York fans, and we'll get to that insanity. Yeah, Stephen A. had a lot to say about that. And, um, But I'll tell you what. You know, Spolstra might coach rings around Missoula in the next (laughs) couple of weeks. And his seat might be hot, too, when it's all said and done. 
Well, Doc should have coached circles around an interim coach in Missoula. That right. didn't happen either. So He got maybe, the full-time gig now. I meant he was interim to start. Yeah. But. Well, we shall see. I want to take a break because we haven't even talked about John Morant either, oh, yeah, yeah. who was caught on the Instagram Live account of a friend who's been banned from his home arena because of their actions together during this playing season. He was on that Instagram Live account brandishing a weapon again. So that's when I, when I saw that and the fact that Monty Williams got fired and the fact that the Lakers bounced the Warriors and the fact that the Sixers lost in this manner in Game 7 of the Celtics, I texted Michael Wilbon saying, will you please come on Monday's show? And he kindly said yes. That's next. This is the jam-packed Monday edition of the Rich Eisen Show on this terrestrial radio affiliate, satellite, and Roku channel air. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Sitting here at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Just as the man from Pardon the Interruption and the NBA on ESPN and ABC's coverage, the great Michael Wilbon back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Michael? Rich, I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Let me just jump straight into it with you. Um, what do you take out of Eastern Conference semifinal game seven in Boston, do you take something out of it for the Celtics' ability to move on, or you take something out of it that the Sixers need to do something in order for them to move on? What do you think? Well, I guess there's an ordering of the priorities, right, in terms of what we leave that with. And it's hard not to leave with looking at the Sixers and just shaking your head and saying, wow, again? Um, And and, and it's not that they lost game seven. It's that they lost six and seven. Six had to be the game that they played a lot better in their MVP, the league MVP. Um, you know, Joel Embiid didn't get a shot the last four and a half minutes. I mean, that was their shot. And so I'm, I'm less, you know, I'm not going to say I'm impressed by the, by the Celtics because I don't think they've been as good, Rich, as we saw them last season. And I think part of it is, I don't know, the head coach's stubbornness not to use the lineup that he finally used. Uh, with Rob Williams in there on the court in the starting lineup. The small ball is not is not something I'm in love with, and so many coaches and players and people in the industry are. Um, but I, I think that the, the Celtics, the last two games, that's the Boston Celtics team that needs to show up and, and, and play uh, against Miami, or else they could be upset. 
Um, but that that came after, you know, Embiid, Harden, and look, I, I've I've been aware of Doc Rivers since I was a teenager because we grew up in Chicago at the same time. And I root people like who do you root for? Yeah, I root for my friends, and mm-hmm. Doc and I have been that for decades. And this is a, this is a hard one. This is a tough one. Um, and again, you can't talk about the failure of the Sixers without dealing with Game Six. That's 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 when you have to put the Celtics away, and they couldn't do it. Yeah, and then Embiid afterwards gave Doc a a very. Um you know, significant, I would say, vote of confidence. Harden was was the exact opposite, saying, yeah, our relationship yeah. is okay. And Embiid was raving about Doc, and one would think he wouldn't uh, if you want to ascribe the lack of shots for Embiid or the, the, uh, the lack of, um, uh, I guess, posting Embiid up when, when he had the advantages in game six and seven. Uh, he would lay that, I imagine, at the coach's feet, and he didn't. What did you make of Harden's, uh, I mean, of Embiid's comments of uh, it's five on five and him and Harden needed some help is what it sounded like to me in that soundbite. I mean, he, I, there's a genuine affection between Embiid and Doc Rivers and not necessarily so with James Harden. Who's, I mean, let's face it, this is not new for James Harden. With how many coaches? A half dozen? He's been difficult. He's been difficult. In the best of times, Rich, difficult. MVP times, difficult. A failed playoff player. I mean, you know, we've, we've, we've seen Harden. Yesterday was nothing new. That's dotted his career in the postseason, which is double-digit years now. So I didn't – that didn't sort of jump out at me as much. I, I, for whatever failing – and part of, part of the feeling of not taking those shots is he's got to go on and beat. I mean, you know, basketball is a player sport, and no matter how much the coach may diagram things for you and overload things for you, we hear we hear great former players say all the time, "You got to demand the ball." And and if if it needs to be in the huddle, if it needs to be on the floor, him grabbing Maxi or Tobias Harris by the collar of the jersey and saying, "Give me the damn ball," we know that's what Shaq not only would have done, did. We know that's what Michael Jordan not only would have done, did. We know, my God, Larry Bird used to call Kevin McHale some names he can't even repeat. That's what he did. And so if you're MVP and it's your team, it's also your ball when you need it. And it shouldn't have to come down to any coach diagramming plays. I voted for Embiid this year as MVP. I did. But that's, you know, it, 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 yes. Do I want to see Doc do some things to get Embiid Freed in those last few minutes in Game Six, absolutely, Rich. Yes, that's the reputation Doc Rivers has had among players, and why so many, Harden not included, want to play for him, is that they think that Doc is great in those situations. And whatever happened that broke down in Game Six, it, it everybody failed. But but Harden seems to be, you know, I, I won't say that top of the list. MB's the MVP. Uh, but Harden, we've seen do this over and over again. It shouldn't really surprise anybody. Michael Wilbon here on the Rich Eisen Show. The sense going into Game 7 in Boston is that whichever team lost uh, would be bouncing their coach, and the sense of that was heightened uh, by the fact that Monty Williams was cut loose by the Suns. Matt Ishbia bouncing the two-time coach of the year, who also, look, I'm already going to, I've never met him. I just love the way he handles his business. I've heard nothing but great things about him, and I understand there's a difference between personal and and business. 
But I, this is a head-scratcher for me, uh, Michael. I wonder what, what that firing led for you to do. Well, it's, it's a complex one, Rich. Uh, more, much more complex than probably any other coach this year that's going to get bouncing. We know it's going to happen. You know, it happens this time of year. It's already been bounced. Monty Williams is just what you perceive he is. He's a, a gentleman, a scholar and a gentleman, and a great coach, an astute basketball observer um, on every, in every way imaginable. Um, now talk about, I talk about Doc Rivers and know, you know, <laughs> knowing Doc pretty, all my life. Monty Williams, because I work in Washington, D.C. and cover sports, and Monty, I've, I've been following Monty and knowing who he is since he was 15, since he was a teenager in D.C., which is where he grew up. And Monty Williams' reputation is as untouchable as anybody in the NBA right now. And it's been that way for years. And he's coach of the year, as you said, twice. And Chris Paul and Devin Booker love him. And having said all that, when they were going through that loss in game six themselves, down 30-whatever to Denver at home, it was the second straight year they were getting bounced out of a playoff like that. And I was on the phone between text messaging and actual phone calls, we, we, you know, with a lot of people, as we do, as you know you do as well, mm-hmm. when these things are coming out. And I just said, Monty's, Monty's going to be gone this week, isn't he? Really? And the answer is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. I don't just know it. I know him. I, uh, he's, he's adored here. I'm, I'm sitting in Scottsdale, Arizona right now. He's not just, he's adored here. He really is. But there's not an outcry rich. People are saying they, may, they didn't like it or they're confused, like you said, a head-scratcher. Rich, they lost at home, back-to-back playoff elimination games, where they were down 30-plus at the half. So something's wrong. Something's wrong. And I thought that last year when they lost Game 7 to Dallas, Dallas, which they had owned in the first two games of that series, and they lose four straight. And I was like, okay, what is going on here? This is not strategic. What, what is happening? This is not about pick-and-roll play or coverage. It's not. When, when basketball teams with those kinds of talent, and by the way, people who get along, the, the Phoenix Suns, they've had drama. They don't have that. We're not talking about the Memphis Grizzlies with Ja and his situation. We're not. We're not. But something, they didn't figure it out. And so they come into another year, and they wind up going out the same way. And I'm just like, you know what, Matt Ishpiel, who I'm getting to know here, is a is a new owner, an aggressive, bold owner. He's not having this. He didn't bring he didn't bring Monty in, and this is not going to work. I, and I I say that knowing that Monty Williams will get another gig and he'll be good at that too, oh, yeah? maybe even great at it. But this situation was like, oh boy, you can't lose back to back playoffs at home on your court like that. So, I, no, 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 it was anything but surprising. Now, the one thing they all should have done, and I don't know if James Jones survives this either, and he's been great at what he does in putting his roster. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, it, I can't – I understand the way of the world, Michael. I understand the way of uh, 
you know, winning is the most important thing. And but yeah. it's not like they were losers, you know. And and James no, Jones put no, this roster together. I, I mean, good lord. I mean, I I I don't yeah. understand how. I'm. I guess a different voice will help. I I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't get I think it. It, it, it. It better because you can't. <laughs> yeah, no. You can't lose like that with those players. Not like that. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're in the finals, and you're the number one seed. The, the Suns last year were the only team in the league that won 60 games. They won, I think they won 64 games last year. Right. They're the number one seed at home, up to up to nothing to start the series. Now, to me, and, and so Steve, our dear friend Stephen A. has blamed DeAndre Ayton his latest at his feet entirely. Mm-hmm. I'm not going there, but I'll lay it at his feet mostly. But I'm going to lay it at the feet of the people who run the team too because they should let him go. When when Indiana matched it, they should have either traded him in advance or let him walk because that he is the only piece that didn't work, DeAndre Ayton, as physically talented as he is. And so they should have let him or, or traded him before this trade deadline. And I'm sure they wanted to. I know that he was probably he was definitely included in any offer to Brooklyn for Kevin Durant, but they didn't want him. And people know, people around the league know of both of uh, Aiton's talent, but also his his pouting and his difficulty. And so that that's the piece where you go, oh wait a minute, and for not for, for letting Aiton still be there in that game, everybody's gonna. Not everybody, but we've seen one yeah. take down. We may see another. Michael Wilbon here on the Rich Eisen Show. So much more to get to. So uh, let me just jump right into the next subject matter. Um, if you were Bob Myers of the Warriors, you do what coming off of the loss to the Lakers, who are uh, honestly, you, you know, I know f- fans are somewhat sick of the Lakers, even though, you know, uh, they haven't done much since the bubble. They they are, if you will, the Cowboys of the NBA so a lot yeah. of folks get fatigued, but what they have done is remarkable. If you are the Warriors, though, you do what now? What do you do? Michael? Well, if I'm the Warriors, I try to make sure that I can keep Bob Myers. That, that's number one. Right. Bob's going to have or has opportunities right now. And Draymond Green referred to that the other night. That mm-hmm. he, he hopes that Bob Myers stays when you're talking about his own situation. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, Bob's the, the architect of this. There's no, there's no buts about it. Um, although, you know, they made a couple of mistakes. Well, who doesn't? What, what personnel people don't uh, in professional sports, and particularly at the highest level where Bob Myers has made a, a lot more great decisions than mistakes. But the first thing is the Warriors, you, you keep them unless you have your eye on somebody where you go, this is our next guy. And you could. You could have that. Um, if you're Bob Myers, you've got to figure out in terms of spending money because the owner's – you know, the owners have talked privately about that with, with various people at various times, hushed tones. And look at the luxury tax bill. I'm not sitting in front of that number, Rich, but yeah. it's huge already. They paid Jordan Poole a bunch. That I don't know that that's a great decision as it's going to turn out. Draymond Green is up for next, either opting in or being a free agent. What do you do at 33 years old with Draymond Green? Um, so you got a lot going on. It's Clay Thompson. First of all, you're not going to get rid of Clay Thompson, but Clay, can Clay Thompson be any more at this age with all the wear and tear on his legs? Can he be the Clay Thompson who's going straight to the Hall of Fame on the first ballot and is one of the three greatest shooters to ever live? So you've got some big questions to answer if you're still there. 
And maybe this is when Bob Myers says, you know what? This has been the greatest run imaginable. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go over here across the street because here's what they got going on. And, and it, it could just be Tom. He's, 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 he's allowed. He can say, I did it. We did it. We all did it. I love it. I mean, the last dance doesn't just pertain to the Chicago Bulls <laughs> necessarily. So I, don't, I, I personally don't think these Warriors, these Warriors, this group will win another championship. I don't. Would I try to put him back to keep him together? Yeah, of course I would try. But I don't. I just think the caravan moves on. There are too many good teams out there, Rich. Look how many good teams. You mentioned the Lakers. We've never seen in the NBA, and by never, I mean never, seen a league where a half dozen teams could win a championship in a year. That's not how this sport is. That's how, that's how pro football is. It's not pro basketball. Mm-hmm. Pro basketball is about the journey of the two or three best teams, and can someone knock any or all of them off? That's pro basketball. In a star-driven sport, and so I don't know that the word. There's a lot of people coming, man. There's, there's, there's teams in small markets that are great. Like Oklahoma City's got a million draft picks and young players who are like a young Golden State probably right now. Yeah, and somebody's going to get somebody's going to get rich with Victor Wembanyama uh, in about yes. in about yes. 24 hours too. And you know, and we haven't even we haven't mentioned the Nuggets. You know, you mentioned DeAndre Ayton looking the way yeah. that he did. Maybe Jokic can make virtually anybody look like that. You know, and the rest of the shooters around him and the rest of that team. You're right. I mean, anybody anybody can win it right now. I mean, you really can. So who do There's you so many put? Teams that can. Yeah, so the Heat too. Is one of them. We, the Heat too. You know, I'm not going to say nobody paid attention, but we, we didn't pay attention at the level that we do because you got to prove it first. Mm-hmm. But Jokic is a marvel, Rich. And you're, you're West, and I know you, you, you can still watch. Even, even with the hours you keep, you can still see, oh, yeah. see, see the best players across the country. But back East where I am, you know, sometimes. I split my life now. People don't know Jokic because because he's playing at at best at nine, you know, and starting at nine thirty Eastern a lot of nights. Yeah. And 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 in the West, he's you know probably you know fifty of his games are later than that. And they don't see him. And you can't you can't learn to appreciate Jokic from Sports Center. That's not how it works. You got to see him, and people are going to really get to see him for the first time. And I can't I can't wait to see what the reaction is to him. I, and again, I voted for him B this year Mm -hmm. but a couple of years ago i voted for Jokic, um and you know right now Jokic is the best player on the planet but yes above antacumpo above Embiid, above duran above everybody Jokic, for the way he's played this postseason last one for you michael wilbon uh and and if there was any question whether john morant learned his lesson from from the suspension that he suffered and watching his team clearly uh, go down in flames. And again, uh, I know how well the team would frequently perform without him, but we, un- we understand his, his value to the Memphis Grizzlies and to the NBA if he plays to his potential without anything else going on. If we thought he learned his lesson, without a doubt, he did not. And I, I don't get it. I lay this uh, right uh, to you and say, what do you make of this? Help, help me with this one. Michael. Well, there's not going to be a palatable answer for anybody, from anybody or for anybody, because it's sad to see this kid. And I say kid because, what is he, 24? Potentially destroying his career. And and to start with, hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> That's what's at stake for him. 
Remember, Nike went ahead with that launch of that shoe. And I'm just, I don't know what his contract is for with the shoes. But, I mean, Derrick Rose made $200 million when he was an MVP, you know, 15 years ago. Not 15, 2011, so 12 years ago. So what is Jaws' contract worth? Derrick Rose made $200 million. Okay, call it 250 conservatively. Then he's got a soft drink where he's the face of that. Mm. Powerade. They hadn't had any athlete on the bottle or lead their marketing campaign in years. They, they just returned to that. Now, they went ahead with those launches after the first disturbing situation. I can't imagine that's going to be the case now. We're talking about hundreds of million rich. So if there's nothing else, you would say to him, dude, what are you doing? Just what do you, what do you think you're doing? You signed your name to this. I don't care how young you are. You, you signed your name to this. What are you doing to yourself, your career, your life? And, you know, if you talk to, and I have people in law enforcement and people in security, they'll tell you they're not surprised by, by yesterday at all. They thought, given who he's with, given what they know about digging into his life, that this is going to happen again and again and again until he fundamentally changes, and they don't know that he will. And the notion that he got it, as is, is you, you perfectly point out, of course he doesn't get it. He didn't, he didn't care. Now, I think he gets it in terms of he just thinks he's going to get away with it. He doesn't give a damn, Rich. If you listen to, if you listen to him post-game, there's a lot you can learn because you're talking about a really young guy in the moments after he came. Mm-hmm. In the moments after when they're emotional or their heads are somewhere else or their emotions are somewhere else, John Morant is completely and utterly engaged and fascinating in those situations. That requires intellect. Okay? So he, he He's not without it. He just doesn't give a damn. And that's my, that's, that's my conclusion. And it is my conclusion drawn with the help of people, again, that I've talked to who have access to the information. If you read the Washington Post reporting weeks before this happened, it's predictable. Mm-hmm. And going to Florida to be in some facility <laughs> for a week, <laughs> so what? That's just show. That's just PR. And so he's got to be suspended indefinitely, at least. Um, I, will that change him? I don't know. I don't know him that well. I have a perception of him, and I know the people who really are invested in him have a, have a deep perception. And he's such an asset that the league now, like the league rich should be moving on from LeBron's staff, which is obviously still great. They should be moving on from, I mean, talking about promoting and marketing. Mm-hmm. They should be transitioning to, you know, they've already got on Sakupo in mid-career, to Jokic and to, to John Morant. They're, they're bright, shining stars in their 20s. But how can they include, they can't include John Morant with handguns whenever he decides he's going to, and not listening and not giving a damn, basically thumbing his nose at anything and everything. So it's a, the NBA is in a sad place with that now. John Morant's in a sad place with that. It, we've seen sport in general. We, 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 we know what happened at a particular a couple of universities, you know, with that. And it's, um, man, man, what, what, what comes next? What do you do to, ask, to try to answer your original question? The league has to start with suspending him for real. Not eight games, for real. Not 25. More, for real. 
and then de- demanding certain things of him. And that starts with the commissioner, and it starts with not being lenient on this particular situation. He can't afford it. The league can't afford it. You are the best, Michael Wilbon. Truly, truly, truly. It is your voice. Honestly, you and Stephen A. and watching you guys uh, with the rest of the crew, awesome. Love it. Make me smarter. Make me always drop the remote. I'm I'm interested in what you guys say and how you do it. And um, and when you come on here, I never take it for granted. Thank you. Appreciate well, it. Well, listen, man, I appreciate it. And um, you know, as we get ready to hit the road for. Uh, for the Western Conference Finals, which 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 our network has exclusively, of course, Turner yeah. has uh, the East, and it's going to be an interesting, you know, couple of weeks coming up, both on the court with those games and, and off the court with Morant and but with Yoke, to help people like stop doing what they're doing and just watch this dude. Um, it, I, you know, I think there's a, a a lot of appreciation, a lot of growth uh, from the audience, it's patron standpoint, to watching him do his thing and uh so i can't wait for that i've been for i, I meant i wasn't gonna call you a couple of times i know how busy you are no please you know with the, with the bears with the bears being in the position they were in yes this past this past month yep i was as obsessed with uh draft picks and and yield oh, yeah. trades potentially as i've ever been because my team never picked that high not even they picked ninth yeah they picked that high but of course, that nine was was augmented by the trade they made. So mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, I was ready. I was ready for the draft in a way I've never been ready for the draft. Hoping that the Bears become uh, more relevant. Uh, I can tell the schedule maker doesn't exactly think they're relevant. Mm. Well, they got, couple, they got a couple. They got a couple national TV games. They, they did. Got a couple. They, they did. got a couple. You know, they got a couple. They... I think they may outplay that. I, I think the field is actually going to take a big jump. Big jump this year, mm-hmm. this season, and then I, look, that's coming from a you know crazy lunatic fans perspective. But I just I like what they did, and I love Fields, and I'm glad we kept him and didn't trade him. Agreed. And I'm not saying other people in this draft won't be worthy, but I'm I'm ready to ride with Justin Fields for a while. So I'm 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 wired over that, and and now transitioning back into uh, Jokic versus Anthony Davis. Well, I know you're a Renaissance man with many friends. Uh, when you're here in LA, let's connect. And that, that's not an L. That is an LA thing to say to people, but I truly do mean it. All right, that's um, going to happen. I would I'm, like to. I'm coming out there tonight. Great. Uh, we're going to do all the games in LA. Okay. So don't be surprised you get a call. Excellent. Please do. I'll I'll hit you up and uh, and best to everybody. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Rich. Michael Wilbon. Check him out on NBA, the NBA on ESPN and ABC's coverage. And, of course, pardon the interruption, on the Worldwide Leader. Lots to get to after what he just said. Uh, wow. So let's take a break. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Todd Bowles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach, joining us an hour to Overreaction Monday and so much more. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but 
Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. Uh, I just played Drop 3 uh, that we have here because Chris is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Just to bring everyone on the radio up to speed, I asked, "What's with the Rich Eisen show? The uh, what's with the Rich Eisen show wearing of the Andy Reid collection?" You said you were celebrating the Philadelphia the Sixers trip to Cancun. Trip to Cancun. Yeah, we stink. It's over. Uh, that was last week when you were down three games to two. Wish that were true. Uh, and we have just confirmed um, from the NBA that Jason Tatum's fifty-one point game in Game Seven is not the record for most points scored in an NBA Game 7 by a real superstar. That still belongs to Steph Curry. Oh, got it. Well, he's, he's won a ring. Stephen A said Kawhi's the biggest fake superstar. No, right now, Tatum is the biggest fake superstar. So that means in terms of <laughs> most points scored by real superstars in a Game 7, According that to Chris. still belongs to Steph guys. Curry, not... The fake superstar we're seeing on the screen here. Oh, Stephen here. A said Kawhi's the biggest fake superstar. No, right now, Tatum is the biggest fake superstar. By the superstar. way, did you notice the two key words in right that Right now. Sentence? Thank you. Not anymore, then, Thank huh? You. <laughs> now, you right now, them. You right now, them. Hey, if you're going to get me, get me real. Okay. Don't get me with this fake stuff. Come on. All Your right. pre-pro drops from my rant last week. My rant was dead on last week. When you were down three games to two. Exactly. And Tatum looked like me out there, okay? Drop two. Show up. What are you doing? <laughs> Show up. What are you doing? There you go. <laughs> hey, am I good or what? You're good. Come on, am I good or what? Wait, you're just a you're you. I'm a fan. Again, I understand that you that 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 the root of fanatic is fan. I understand that. So wait a minute. I mean, so he's had, now back. He's back. He loves Tatum on. again. Tatum had fifty I, yesterday. Fifty-one. Fifty-one. Oh, I didn't see that because I was watching Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> give AJ Styles the good vibration because I wasn't watching that game. Uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, uh, Ten. Watch T- it. Hey, don't take. Don't take. Please, just let 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 him sit on the griddle here for being a guy who totally abandoned ship. I think we stink. It's down over. Down three games. We stink. It's over. It's I, over. You we stink. Th- it's over. That sounds like you have abandoned ship. You're yeah, out. It's done. What, you're, done. You're, you're going to I'm your done. equivalent of Wrestle what? What is Wrestle it? Wrestle Kingdom, Rich. You're going to Wrestle Kingdom 10. That was your version of it. We stink. It's over. And now. I'm talking about Philly today. Look at this. Oh, okay. Okay. Fantastic. Even when you lose, I win. That's it. <laughs> hey, TJ, you missed Tatum's 51st point came on a step back over Embiid. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, at that this point, guy. there was a boom I ate but again, by con- Nakamura. Congratulations <laughs> to Steph Curry. You still have the record for most points scored in a Game 7 by a real superstar.